Radio Chaser is brought to you by the Bathurst 1000. The only problem with it is you've got to go to Bathurst. Chaser Team, assemble! Twenty nineteen. You really should cut the booze, lose fifty kilos, and fulfil your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Hi, welcome to Radio Chaser. Andrew Hanson's here. Charles Firth is here. My name is Dom Knight. Sydney, get excited. Uh, just before the tram network gets ready to go, I think in December, mm. uh, the government's come out with a brand new plan that's even more exciting for trackless trams. All this effort building tracks, apparently we didn't need them at all. We'll get onto that very soon. Wow. But first, Andrew Hanson. Oh, look, I can't wait. Look, but for speaking from today, it's all different. And my friends who have school-age kids are looking kind of haunted. They get the kind of hollow-eyed look because it's the school holidays at the moment. Mm. I mean, Charles, you, you've got two school-age kids. Okay. And into week, what, what week is this? Week two? Well, this week is three? week two of the school holidays. And I'll tell you what, I have spent enough time with my kids to last their lifetime. Yeah, because oh. last week you brought them in a couple of days and it was yeah. kind of nice slash annoying having them round. Um where are they now? It, well, it's just, oh, they're with their mother and we're just sort of juggling them and we've both got to work and it's hard. But the worst thing is that they insist on having conversations with you all the time. Oh, oh God, do they? Is that what they start doing? Yes. Mine, mine's younger and I'm, I'm dreading that. No. Oh. oh, no, you'd have to think of something to say. Yes, you? and it's all about Star Wars and drawing oh. and all this <laughs> sort of, and they have this real zest for life. Oh, oh, no. What, what, what uh, horrible people. They haven't been crushed down by, you know, relentless disappointment like you have. Yeah. They're we, just awful people, John. Yeah. But, but look, look, I don't want you to feel too bad because there is a solution. Take a listen to this. Spending too much time with the kids these holidays? Tell me about it. Don't worry. They don't like spending time with you either. Yeah, f*** off, Dad. Wait, I have a dad? Help is at hand. The Chaser Holiday Workshop Rip-Off Program has a range of time-absorbing activities that allow you to spend time with your kids without having to actually interact with them. Treetop climbing. Now just climb to the top, son. Will you be behind me? Uh, I've got important Instagram posts to catch up on. Laser tag. So, you guys, just go into this dark room. I'll be right behind you. Dad? Dad? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just checking my email. And best of all, one of those escape rooms. Dad, we're trapped in here. Help us. Yeah, just just keep trying. But Dad, I already feel myself developing lifelong claustrophobia. <laughs> and like all school holiday programs, they don't have to cost the earth. And yet somehow they do. 340 bucks for one laser tag session. Oh, would you prefer to spend time with your kids instead? Oh, no, 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 I'll, I'll pay. The Chaser Holiday Workshop Ripoff Program. It's worth it at any price. Radio Chaser on Triple M. Guys, a p- pretty big scoop from Channel 9 last night. Uh, about a pretty amazing innovation. A first look at the trackless trams that are set to take to Western Sydney streets. That's right. Ooh. Trackless trams are here in Sydney, or they're going to be. No Amazing. tracks, Charles. So yeah. what are they? What the, what on earth do they run on? Well, um, as as you just heard, uh, they run along 
the street. Um, don't, like don't, a, we have, don't we have a device quite like that known as a bus? Uh, well, no, 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 they're, they're not a bus. Like buses, they have wheels and travel on the road, <laughs> but they're electric, providing a much quieter and smoother ride that's better for the environment. Yeah, see? see? I just, I just right? saw, like, a couple of days ago, a Sydney bus yeah. going past with electric written on the side yeah. because it's an electric bus. You, saw, oh. an, you what, saw one of the trackless trams, Dom? No, it was a, just a bus. <laughs> You're confusing the electric bus with the trackless tram, I think, Dommy, yeah. which is yeah. a completely different... Yeah. Thing, even though they're the same so, vehicle. So just to explain, <laughs> the idea is, so this is a, an innovation mm, from uh, sure Liverpool is. Council. It's a, it's a verbal innovation. <laughs> That's right. And um, the idea is to link Liverpool with Bedrys Creek Airport. And the trackless mm. tram, the brilliant thing about it is there's existing infrastructure for it. <laughs> Which is known as Hoxton Park Road. Well, so, so they just got to, hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. If it's going to the airport, yeah. shouldn't they call it like a wingless ground plane? <laughs> yeah, that's genius. Yes. Yes. Like start your flight before you even get on a plane. Yeah. And in actual fact, if you wanted to go there on a bus, but you didn't want to share it with other people, you could have a sort of passengerless bus. Like, yeah. like I a love car. the sound of that. Yeah. Well, I've got an even better idea. I can yeah. trump you there, Charles. Yeah. I reckon if you built a set of tracks, like two tracks next to each other, mm. and put a, 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 you could you could have like a tracked bus. Oh yeah. So mm. a bus that runs on tracks, just like a train, but you wouldn't yes. call it a train. No. You'd call it a track, a track trackful, bus, a trackful bus, uh, a, a, bu- <laughs> a bus with tracks. Yeah. And, and I guess once you've checked in at the airport. Yeah. Uh, you can use your vehicleless car to get to the gate with your own feet. <laughs> your, that would work, right. wouldn't it? That's right. Yeah. You're a carless yeah. vehicle. Well, no, but that would be like, yeah, it would be a wheelless, wheelless scooter. Car. Yeah. A wheelless mm. cart, yeah. Um, although I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what um, I think that we're never going to see yeah, right. is an idioticless government. The council says because this new system mainly uses existing infrastructure, it should be less expensive and disruptive than building light rail. Existing infrastructure. That's what we've got. (laughs) The road. Brilliant. Radio Chaser is brought to you by the Bathurst 1000, the test cricket of racing car driving. If you've got a small business that's got all your personal details, like a local shop or something, or a hairdresser, it's a bit of a worry because a study has found that a lot of small businesses use very, very simple passwords. It's just too complicated having a million passwords of different things. And so our personal details might be at risk because of this practice. So we need to find a way to convince people to use more secure passwords. I, I don't understand this whole thing about personal details being a problem. Though. Like, mm. like, just to get serious for a second, like... Like everyone knows my name and address and phone number. But yeah, well, you did email. broadcast your yeah. mobile phone number and on Studio Ten. Yeah, and like, what what can you do with it anyway? Like, I don't I, have any identity money. Theft. Like, <laughs> yeah, mm. but what? Why would you want to steal my identity? Oh, that's a very good point, actually. If if you're yeah. the, probably got the most repugnant identity in the whole yeah. of Australia, what you want is you want to steal the identity of some dark swat. Like I can imagine if it's like George Clooney, you'd want to steal his identity. Your Craig Rucastle. or Craig Rucastle. But for mm. most people, you just go well, let them steal it anyway. Sorry mm. to look. You've you know. sort of hijacked the the segment <laughs> to make a somewhat serious point, which is ironic. <laughs> Given that yeah. what I'm throwing to is a report by our investigative reporter, <laughs> Firth, about the scourge of uh, easy-to-guess passwords. I'm Firth with the facts. 
passwords are like assholes. Everyone's got at least ten. Now, clearly, you should never tell anyone your password, not even your mistress. For instance, I won't tell you my password as I log in to my Sugar Daddy account. Big Perthy is a naughty big boy. Oh, what a giveaway. Uh, does anyone know how to change a password? Welcome to your Sugar Daddy account, Firth. You have zero date requests. So, how do you stop your password being guessed by some nerdy Russian pookie snooper on the other side of our flat earth? The problem is, Russians are smart. As smart as that smart guy on the Chernobyl TV show. At 1.2340, Akimov engages AZ5. Russians are so smart, they spoke that entire show in English. So the solution is simple. Set your password to password. No rusky, smarty-faced, clever boots would guess a password that stupid. Gotcha, Boris. Ugh, foiled again by brilliance of Firth. And I'm Firth with the facts. You still have zero date requests. Ah, shit. Radio Chaser, Triple M. Now, uh, Charles, Dom, I, I got this very upsetting letter in the mail this morning. Very upsetting uh, mm. letter. Uh, it was from the Australian government, right? So it comes with this sort of plain... I mean, whenever I get a government letter, I get very worried. I mean, you know, my, my first thought is always like, oh, God, what have I done wrong? Yes. Have I committed some federal crime or something? <laughs> you know, and they come in these pretty plain-looking envelopes. They look so serious. I open it up because I turned 45 recently. And, you know, I didn't, wasn't feeling good already about that. And now I get this this government from uh, from the it's from Josh Frydenberg, the treasurer. Apparently. Thanks, Josh. And 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 Greg Hunt, the minister for health. But yeah, thanks, guys. But dear Mister Hanson, your free forty-five year life check. Like they they they're literally checking to make sure I'm alive. Oh. I, this is really and it's got these symbols like yeah. finance, work, health. It's got this heart symbol for health. And you know they ask me. Want to boost your savings or pay off debt more quickly? We can link you with the advice you need. They know what a failure I am. Like keen to new, keen to learn new skills or switch careers. Like they've obviously heard my radio show. Yeah. I guess the question is: Yes, does, does everyone who's forty-five get this, or has have Josh and Greg led for him? Let's just drop very personal. They have the agenda. It. Let's write it's, to Hanson. They they have signed it in this very sort of what looks very pixelated signatures, yeah. surprisingly. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, how how absolutely. Awful, because and it's true. I'm forty. I'm past it, right? You know, mm. people remind me every day on Twitter. You know, oh, you you used to be. I used to. I used to respect you twenty years ago, or whatever. Mm. I mean, it got me. Th- you know, I mean, we all peak too early, don't we? When yeah. did you peak? Can you give me a ring and tell me on one triple three five three? When? What age did you peak? Mm. Yeah. How long me, ago was, I think, was it? I think five. Uh, you best I, at I was five? In, yeah, I was. I was good at reading at five. That was oh, it. Yeah. But once I hit six, I wasn't really special anymore. But at five, I was a big deal in kindergarten. I, I can see, Domi. I mean, having known you your adult life, I, mm. I don't recall any peaks. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. It's been a pretty it, long trough, really. It's been, I mean, it, it has been remarkable how long one can go downhill. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Where did this graph end? Don? I mean, I, I assume that my letter came in about 1983 um, from the your government. One triple three five three. When did you peak? Have you peaked? Are you on the way down? One triple three five three. There's a prize in it. Uh, a chaser 
Quarterly, the Fractured Fairy Tales book, by well, the way. When did you peak, Andrew? What's your... oh, but yeah, no, look, I, I mean, I, look, it was probably, you know, I was uh, I sort of had a good bit of my career when I was about 31, probably yeah. 32. 32. Yeah, right. okay. 32. I reckon I'm in the middle. I reckon I... I peaked when I was about twenty-one. Mm. In fact, yeah, you I, were good I, it then. was it was in nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, you had your future ahead of you. Yeah, I remember yeah. actually, and I was single, and Ooh. um and it and I and I was offered a a threesome with two other women, two attractive other women. Kids on holiday. That's when yeah. three people share a cup of tea. Yeah, that's right. Mm. And and I turned it down because I thought, oh well, there'll be plenty more of a, those offers in the future. <laughs> <laughs> and oh dear, the optimism of youth. Yes, mm. and it's it's been all downhill. Well, now, now, now you don't get offered onesomes. One triple three five three. When did you peak? One triple three five three. A chase a quarterly book uh, for the best call. One triple three five three. Because Andrew Hansen got a letter from the government. Uh, introducing him to services for the elderly at the age of 45. I know, it's the most depressing letter in the universe, and it, and it ends, there are lots of government services to help you as you get older. I mean, that's just so dismal. You know that you're not even allowed to apply for a 10-year driver's licence now really? that you're 45? Yeah. No, because well, I'm not expected to last <laughs> even a, that long. Yeah, would be a waste. Is that how long I've got? Like, they less than 10. They don't want you to waste your money. Oh, <laughs> God, it just is so bad. Have you got to start taking the annual tests when you turn 46? It's also like people tell me how how bad I am as well all the time. It's not as if anyone's geeing me up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even the government sending me a letter (laughs) saying you're shit. All right. One, two, three, five, three. Where did you you peak? Uh, There is some space on the board, given that our ability to attract callers seems to have peaked a couple of shows ago. Uh, Ray from Linfield, where did you peak? Well, first of all, I'd like to say that I'm 47 and I never got a copy of that letter from the government, so that's an all-time low. Well, maybe they thought you were fine or, or maybe they thought there was no hope. It wasn't <laughs> worth the postage. But, but I definitely peaked uh, about 12 years old in primary school. I was a sporting <laughs> legend. I was academically brilliant. Then I went to a selective high school and uh, straight to the bottom of the class. Oh. oh, 12. That, uh, 12 is early. You, pe- you peaked early. Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a humble brag, isn't it, to be like, <laughs> I did really badly at a selective school. <laughs> like, amongst the super smart people, I was one of the less smart. <laughs> I don't know, Ray. I don't know. All right, let's go to Josh from Fairfield. Josh, when did you peak, mate? Nine years old, unfortunately, and that was a very, very long time ago. Oh, yeah. What, what was nine like for you? Uh, it was always tough as a uh, chubby red-headed boy, uh, but I was given the most determined award in my under-10 football team, oh. uh, so I thought it paved the way for a very illustrious sporting career, um, <laughs> and uh, I couldn't have been anything less than that. Oh, but what do you need after that? I mean, come on, you know, you've proven yourself mm. if you get the if you get that. Oh, uh, not really. Just um, when you're born with the chips down, you you think it's going to get better, but. Uh, no, no, it's uh, been a tough, tough run for this chubby redhead. Oh, sorry. As a chubby redheaded kid, people people probably thought you were Charles. That must have been terrible. Let's go to Stuart. Stuart, when did you peak? Um, well, I've peaked since birth. I'm 53 years old and I'm too scared to not peak because otherwise I'm going to go into negative territory. <laughs> were there any highlights at all in the 53 years? 
Oh, I got interviewed once the Simon Townsend's Wonder World when I was 19, and my mother thought that was going to be the start of a TV career. So, yes, so did Simon Townsend, I think. <laughs> That's brilliant. What did he uh, interview you about? You're worried about the government letters, wait till you're 50, and they send you the Wonder Poo in a jar and send back in. Oh, really? oh, well, funnily enough, they actually sent me that on my 40th birthday, would you believe? Because they had my date of birth wrong. There was a typo <laughs> in it, and they thought I was 50. So I got the oh, poo thing. Yes, yeah, so I've already submitted my poo, and they said, oh, it's fine. Um, <laughs> good luck when you're 50. Yeah. What's the, I don't know anything about this poo thing. What's the poo thing? Wait till you're 50. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a special it's surprise. Is it prostate or bowel cancer? Ah, oh, there's one of millions of things to look forward to. All right, speaking of awkward bowel movements, Charles, who wins your book, The Fractured Fairy Tales? Oh, you got to give it to Stuart. He, he didn't even peak at birth. This can be the peak of your life, yep, Stuart. Winning a, uh, a mediocre oh, book from. I've now peaked it even further, so I'm now on one on the scale. <laughs> All right, well done, mate. This is Radio Chaser on Triple M. Slightly worrying news in the paper this morning, which is that turns out. Pilots are forgetting how to fly planes. So, oh, um, because the you know planes are so automated nowadays, um, they actually only ever have to press the button to go go turn it on, and then to land, right? Mm. And and there, there's a real worry internationally. The study says that um, they're forgetting how to fly the plane for most of it, and it's actually seen a rise in pilot error and pilot crashes. Over the last few years. So that bloke, Sully, who heroically saved the plane when he hit the flock of birds, yes. you can basically forget it now. None yeah. of the pilots can do that anymore. Yeah, if that, if that happens nowadays, it'll be like, we'll just drink up like Sully did um, because uh, he doesn't know what to do. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I don't, actually don't know what you know people are getting too worried about because I, I caught a plane yesterday and, and the captain seemed to have everything completely under control. Welcome to the flight, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the guy who presses the button to get us going. Uh, what's that job called? Uh, oh, yes, the pilot. And I also get to decide when the seatbelt sign goes on and off, which is pretty cool. See, seatbelt on, seatbelt off, seatbelt on, seatbelt off. And that's all the training I got. Uh, today, my computer tells me we'll be flying to Brisbane. Uh, flight time is 55 minutes, which is great because it's the perfect length for a nap. I didn't get much sleep last night. Too busy lying awake worrying what I'd do if my plane ever had an emergency. Don't worry, I'm sure there's a button that flashes or something. So, uh, sit back and relax, and as long as the plane's latest upgrade of Windows doesn't have too many bugs in it, I'll talk to you shortly before I press the button that brings down the wheel thingies and makes us go downwards again, whatever that's called. Uh, oh yes, landing. Shortly before landing. Triplem's Radio Chaser. Cat's pajamas or cat's piss? Are these stories cat's pajamas or cat's piss, Dominion Charles? Kitchen germs. We're going to start with now. There's a scientist, and I should add that he's apparently, according to the news, known as Doctor Germ for <laughs> his abundant testing Jeff. for for germs. He's a germ expert. Um, his real name's Charles Gerber. Now. He says that you are better off washing your face in the toilet mm. than drying it on your hand towel because there are less germs on your hand towel than in the loo. Yes. Now, Pros I, or cons? Oh, yeah. I, I have actually been a religious observer of this guy for years. I've followed him to the letter. 
Um, oh, you're, you're, a bit, you're right. You're you quite obsessional. I use I use toilet water to wash my face. Uh, <laughs> I make sam- Another thing he suggests is making sandwiches on the toilet seat rather than on a chopping board. Yes, um, yes, he, he does say that that's better. I, I even pour four cups of vinegar in my kettle each week. Gee. Yep, I do. And um, and look, I would say it's been a complete success. Uh, I I do not get you know gastro more than three or four times a week. <laughs> <laughs> look, this, this is very good advice. It's why I, I even shower and bathe in the toilet now. Um, oh, it's, yeah. it's just the only, tell. Man, it's only the, thing you need. It's the hygienic thing to do, Dom. Yeah, and actually yeah. the dishwasher, we just used to put stuff in the toilet and just flush it. It's the only thing you need. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you do look as if you've just washed your face in the toilet, I must say. Um, now, what about this gossip about the masked singer here? Now, there's a lot of controversy. New idea reckons that Lindsay Lohan has been dumped as a judge from the masked singer and will not return mm. for season two. Uh, Husey, on the other hand, has come out and said that that's not true. Look, I mean, yeah. I don't know. If she's been dumped, is that a good decision or a bad decision? No. I mean, cle- clearly, she she uh, is not going to be a judge. They, she saw a show where people get to sing and she's like, I'm going to put put a mask on me. So she's going to come back oh. as, I don't know, the, the idiot next yeah. season. <laughs> No, my my contacts say that Husey's completely lying, and uh, mm. and she's definitely out. Um, but the word on the street, just to let you know, oh yeah, is uh, next season they mm. might get Corey Feldman out to be one of the judges. <laughs> Do you think he's free? <laughs> you remember him? <laughs> well, uh, they're looking for someone of the Lohan level, are they? Of, yeah, of, yeah, of celebrity slash not yeah. knowing anything about Australia. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. I can't wait for this. I cannot <laughs> wait for this. All right, that's all we've got time for in Radio Chaser today. Don't forget, though, the podcast is available. Just type the words Radio Chaser into your podcast app of choice. And episodes of our fabulous program, hundreds of them, I think, by now, will be available for you to listen to anytime, 24-7. You, I'm do you that sound right like now. you're padding, though. Yeah, I am, because it's uh, time to say goodbye now. Made it. See ya. Radio Chaser is brought to you by the Bathurst 1000. Gee, I wish it was longer, said nobody ever. Yeah.